short this podcast. <laughs> I know way too many people here right now that I didn't know last year. Who the hell are y'all? I swear it feels like the last few nights we've been everywhere and back, but I just can't remember it all. What am I doing? What am I doing? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm doing me. I'm doing me. I'm living life right now, man. And this is what I'm going to do till it's over, till it's over. But it's far from over. Let's start the show. So this morning, we were able to charge it. Just wanted to make sure it wasn't the alternator, which it wasn't. Um, had to get a new battery. How long did you get that battery before it went out? Three out, three years. Yeah. Three years and thousand miles. I drove the hell out of it. So <laughs> if you drove the hell out of it, then yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got. I'm, I'm thinking like four or five years. It should be good. Absolutely. Well, Monday, my wife's battery went out. Yeah. Well, she got seven years out of her. Yeah, because we bought that brand, bought the car brand new, no miles on it, and that battery's been in there ever since. But she barely drives it, so okay, yeah. So we 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 got more than like you said seven seven good years out of that. So welcome to the short disc podcast. Um, thank you guys for joining us today. We're here on this. We're recording on a rainy, dark Sunday. Um, this is. Episode 13? shit thirteen is it okay is it yeah okay. I think so thirteen thirteen last week yeah yeah thirteen thirteen yeah yeah we in here Baby you know what I'm saying it. so um hey thank you guys for your support want to continue to ask you guys to continue to download us I know that a lot of times when you're pulling us up you know you probably just hit play. Take a look and see if it is downloaded. You know, that really helps us. And you can delete it after. But download us, download us, download us. That helps us. Whatever listening, uh, streaming platform that you're on, whether it's Apple, Spotify, uh, Google, Stitcher, Deezer, you know, even Pandora. We're on Pandora. So whatever it is that you're listening to us on, make sure you download us and um, we can continue to grow. Kind of want to give a shout out to a couple of places, you know, that were that have been supporting us. I know we did that before, but again, I want to thank, you know, especially here local in Orlando. You guys are really showing out for us. Thank you so much for your support. Um, all the surrounding areas in Orlando want to thank you guys. Uh, Bonita Springs, Florida, um, Auburndale, Florida, uh, Port Orange, Florida, you know, Titusville, Florida. Um, Pompano Beach, Florida, Tampa, Florida. We're just getting a lot of support in the Florida area. Thank you guys. Big shout outs to Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, man. That's that's like our biggest market after Orlando. Really appreciate Ohio. Yeah. Um, Columbus and Hugh Ho. Ho. I don't know how do you pronounce that. Ho, which Ho. I found out is in Cleveland somewhere. So, so it's a suburb of Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
big shouts out there, Atlanta. You guys always, my Atlanta family, thank you guys for your support. Centennial, Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Hialeah Gardens, Florida. Forgot about you all. San Antonio, Texas. Yes. 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 Really appreciate it. Yes. Washington, Virginia. You know, just thank you. And even across overseas, you know, we've got France, England, you know, big support there. You know, I was about to say overseas and say Alaska. Alaska Alaska is the United States. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, thank you guys so much for your support nationwide across all different countries, you know, France, Nigeria, India, Germany, Saudi Arabia, Canada, Belgium, Mexico. We getting downloads all over the world. So thank you again. I don't want to prolong it, but just thank you so much for your support as we continue to keep this journey going, man. Um, you know, me and my brothers, we just sitting around talking about what we talking about, you know, from our different views. So before I well, I'm already, you know, my ass is chapped already this morning. So y'all going to get, you know, ranting Keith this morning. But, but while we're doing that, Drew, can you tell us what we are sipping on that could kind of mellow me out just a little bit? So um, how how you fellas feeling this week? First off, how, how's your week been? Everything been good? Just a slow, uneventful week. Um, capped it off with uh, more melanated skin being that I was working out in the yard for about two and a half hours almost three hours I see you got a little glow to you today Amen. <laughs> so, laying down that weed and feed trying to kill those dollar weeds that have been the bane of my existence since I've moved out there mm. so uh, hoping those will be done by uh, or be gone in the next couple of weeks I feel you. Nice green and uh, lush lawn. Nothing wrong with that, brother. Yep. Today we are sipping on Costa Rosa. They can't hear you, Drew. You look at your microphone all turned up. It's like you talking to the air. Hey. All right. (laughs) A little bit. Go ahead. Uh, Costa Rosa. That's what we're sipping on today. Okay. Uh, This is a sweet red wine. I will put more information on it. Um, when I post the photos of it, but um, it should be good. We'll see how it goes. All right, all right. Costa, Costa, what? Costa Rosa. Okay, Costa Rosa. That sounds good. How your week been, Mister Drew? You know, Droopy, Droopy D. It's been, it's been going. You know, yeah. Good things at work. Uh-huh. Interesting things in the market. <laughs> um, Thank you, sir. Day, I, I, you know, bills are paid and. I got my health, so I can't complain too much. Yeah, yeah. Very nice pictures you've been posting, and you know what? Where are these places at? They're all over the world, huh? All over on my travels, man. I've been I've been digging up some pictures and okay, going back and uh, pulling up old photos and you know uh, editing editing them and reminiscing on on those places that I've traveled to and hopefully places that I'm able to go back to and. And new places uh, okay. in the coming future. Okay. So. It's a little sweeter. That should be up your alley. This is, I, I could drink the whole bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like sangria. Almost. 
Not quite. That, doesn't have the. That's uh, kind of what it tastes like to me. Yeah, but it doesn't have uh, the uh, other infu- the fruits infused in it. Oh, okay. Um, I think I'm gonna make that that sangria with some fresh fruit next time, mm. or one of these mm-hmm. other times, and see how that goes. It was very refreshing. My father-in-law's been asking me for since I had made them two sangrias at my wife's party. He been asking me to make some more sangria <laughs> for him. I said I'm I'm gonna do that, but this is good. Yesterday I was at uh top golf for my son's birthday and I had a Moscow mule. Mm-hmm. That thing was so good. Moscow. Moscow. And I didn't think a place like that would make them pretty good, you know? Because they got, a, they, got a, they got a full bar there, man. Yeah, they do. I'm ignorant when it comes to alcohol. So what's a Moscow mule? Um Moscow mule is it's in that what type of cup is that Drew is in? It's like a um that's a different level to me. Like a metal type cup or something like that. And they mix it with ginger, uh, ginger, either ginger beer most times. And they can use vodka. Vodka's uh, the way that they preferably use it. And then they use like a like a, a ice smasher. And they smash the ice. Yeah. Yep. That's it. And lime and, and ginger beer or ginger and maybe lime soda or seltzer. It's very good when they mix it together. It's, it's a very good drink. It's a very good drink. And I'm not a, a drinker, but okay. I had two of those yesterday. Well, I won't say two by myself because my wife like slurp. Sample. Like yeah, yeah sample. Taste it, but yeah, 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 yeah. She wants to taste the, the bottom half of it. Right, right. <laughs> so... Um, but Moscow Mules are very good. Matter of fact, there's a place in St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. I think we may have talked about this before, but they have a winery in St. Augustine. But they also have a distillery there. And then in, in the basement of the distillery, when they do the tour, they actually show you how they make a Moscow Mule and have you try it okay. and everything. So, you know, I was thinking about driving up there just to you know, walk around, take some photos. Why don't we all do that? Why don't we go up there on the trip? I didn't know they had uh, the winery and distillery. Mm-hmm. I tell you what. I really would like to go to, I was telling John about going to the AEW show, the wrestling show up there in um, Jacksonville. Why don't we like take a Wednesday, because that's when they record, and go to St. Augustine and walk around and we can go up to the show. I'll, I'll, check, it, I'll check out the schedule. Yeah. I'm down. Just let me know in advance so I can put that time in. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Drew, give us a little, um, did you know before I... Sure, absolutely. Get my Uh, shit off. Episode 13, I'm going to introduce everybody to Garrett Morgan. Mr. Morgan was born on March 4th, 1877 in Claysville, Harris County, Kentucky, an almost exclusive African-American community outside of Paris, Kentucky. His father was Sidney Morgan, a son and freed slave of Confederate General John H. Morgan of the Morgan Raiders. Mm. His mother, also a freed slave, was Elizabeth Reed, daughter of Reverend Garrett Reed, and she was part Native American. He spent most of his teenage years working on, as a handyman in Cincinnati uh, for a Cincinnati landowner. Uh, he quit school at a young age to work full-time. Shortly after he quit, Mr. Morgan was able to hire a tutor uh, so he can continue. You really taking off over there. <laughs> as a tutor to continue his studies. Uh, have you heard of Mr. Morgan before, guys? Never. No, sir. Here we go. Never. In 1895, he moved to Cleveland, where he began repairing sewing machines for a clothing manufacturer. Th- this experience sparked Mr. Morgan's interest in how things worked, and he built a reputation for fixing them. His first invention made during this period was a belt fastener for sewing machines. 
Morgan also invented a zigzag attachment for sewing machines. In 1907, Mr. Morgan opened a sewing machine shop. One year later, um, he was more conscious of his heritage. He helped start the Cleveland Association of Colored Men in 1908. One year later, he and his wife Mary opened a Morgan Cut Rate Ladies Clothing Store. The shop, which made coats, suits, dresses, and other clothing, ultimately had 32 employees. So he's a business owner. Wow. How many How many employees? 32. At least. Okay. In wow. 1908. Okay. Wow. Damn. Wow. Mr. Morgan received his first patent in 1912. In 1913, he incorporated hair care products into his growing list of patents and launched the G.A. Morgan Hair Refinery Refining Company, which sold hair care products, including his patent hair straightening cream, hair coloring, and hair straightening comb. Garrett Morgan invented a safety hood. Uh, protection device after seeing firefighters struggling uh, from the smoke they encountered uh, in the line of duty. Wow. There's more. Wow. In 1916, Mr. Morgan rescued trapped uh, trapped workers in the water intake tunnel 50 feet below Lake Erie, using a hood fashion to protect his eyes from smoke and featuring a series of air tubes that hung near the ground to draw clean and clean air beneath the rising smoke. Kind of like a gas mask. Yeah. Wow. Let's keep going. The safety hood was simple and effective, whereas the other devices used at the time were generally difficult to put on, excessively complex, unreliable, and ineffective. Mr. Morgan's safety hood was used to save many lives during that period, uh, also used during a a short period during World War I. Um, His uh, breathing device was refined to carry its own air supply, making it a gas mask. Wow. Okay, there's more. Uh, He received the patent for his gas mask or or his hood design in 1914. One year later, he launched a national safety device company. Uh, This is the kicker, though. Mm -hmm. Mr. Morgan had witnessed a serious accident at an intersection, and he filed a patent for a traffic light controller device, having a third warning position light in 1922. That patent was granted in 1923. So wait a minute. My man. Garrett Morgan, ladies and gentlemen. You were born descendants of kings, queens, inventors, scientists, mathematicians. So my man yeah. made a gas mask. and then not, not official gas mask. Okay. Yes. Yes, he made a gas mask. Wait, so he did. He he's, did he's, not the credited, hair. he's not credited for making the first gas mask. Mm-hmm. But. Hmm. He's not credited with it. Correct. Okay. Then he had hair products and then he made. The third, what was that? Was that the yield light on the? On the? I'm, wow. They're not going to give him credit for that either, but you know. Wow. Garrett Morris. Is that what his name? Garrett Morgan. Morgan. Okay. Morgan. Hmm. Thank you, Drew. I, I didn't know any of that. Wow. The more okay. you know. The more you know. Thanks, man. Really appreciate that. That really educated all of us. I hope it educates you that are listening. Educated me. Yeah. Very, very, uh, very, very thankful and helpful, you know, to help us understand some of the things that we may not have seen that have been contributed to the society that we're not getting credit for. So thank you for pulling that up and letting us see and hear. Um, what could be helpful for us. So, Oh shit. I didn't eat. 
I didn't either. You'll be all right. Thanks. <laughs> so real quick, man. Um, you know, it, we it'd be remiss to kind of skip over this, but they had the Derek Chauvin trial that um, happened this week, concluded this week, and he was the former police officer who murdered George Floyd in Minneapolis. Um, he was found guilty on second degree, third degree murder, and then also manslaughter by uh, 12 jurors uh, for the murder. And they haven't done the sentencing yet. So hmm. any thoughts on that trial from you guys uh, for this uh, po- former police officer who kneeled on George Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes um, for an encounter, pulled a man out of his car, handcuffed him, threw him on the ground, kneeled on his neck for nine minutes. I, I personally have never watched a video. However, um, I watched it. You did? Okay. I heard it. Um, for the first time last week when I went to the funeral, um, to my uncle's funeral, me and pops were at a breakfast place and I was sitting to the, my back was towards the TV and they played the whole video. And that was my first time hearing it. And I got so emotional hearing this man calling out to his dead mom <clears throat> in his final breaths. And I couldn't turn around. And even my dad, he just put his head down. Um, that was my first time after all this time. So any thoughts on, you know, the trial and the outcome, any expectations from it, from you guys? I am. Number one. Took us about what, four weeks just to get to that point Mm -hmm. to uh, convict a um, irredeemable cop mm-hmm. uh, for murder. Uh, I did not pay attention to the trial. Uh, I did see the uh, video footage of the uh, George Floyd being murdered uh, by Mr. Chauvin. And I could easily place myself in that same position. I think any one of us could actually place ourselves in that same position because <clears throat> he had no disregard for uh, human life, especially a black man's life, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did watch uh, the verdict, uh, the guilty verdict. I was... I wouldn't have been surprised if it had gone the other way. Isn't that sad it's, that we, we we anticipated not guilty? Were you shocked? I was shocked. I and mean, that's not the way it's supposed to be. Everyone says it's progress, it's progress, but... It ain't progress because... The, the, the fact that in the back of my mind, in my, in my deepest subconscious, that I thought that a not guilty verdict would be levied truly means we have a long way to go. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I was, um, I had a physical reaction 
before the verdict was levied. My heart rate was up. I can tell because my damn Fitbit told me. <clears throat> my heart rate was up. I was a bit misty. I had to brush some sweat off my forehead. Um, Because we've seen this dog and pony show before. Where, That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> where you have video evidence of a man being murdered. And a not guilty verdict uh, being handed down and the individual gets to walk free. So to say that I was happy, eh, I'm still. I have to tread with caution because I know he was convicted guilty of three separate accounts. The issue is the sentencing. Mm-hmm. The sentencing. I'm not that optimistic because the charges. It's one thing if the charges were um, consecutive charges, mm-hmm. being that he would receive three separate terms for three separate charges. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's concurrent means that essentially those three charges are combined into one. Mm -hmm. So regardless if the second degree murder charge is 40 years, the um, third degree is 15 and the manslaughter is 10, whatever. And the math might be off on that, but he can get potentially up to 70 to 75 years, but being that it's concurrent and with his past history, not him not having a criminal history could possibly walk away with 10 to 15 years. Doesn't sit well with me because essentially it's up to the judge. Correct. And, and just a butt in real quick, there's a, there's actually a, a case that's lingering there that they're going to be bringing up where he assaulted a teenager back in 2017, kind of the similar case and stuff. This team lived. That's a federal case. Okay. Yeah, that's a federal case. This is a state case. Okay. So this will be completely separate from this state case. So if that one's being brought by the uh, the judge goes light light on him with this, then the federal case could see him do time. Possibly, because didn't he do the same thing? He held his uh, His knee knee on his neck. Yeah. For like seventeen minutes. Yeah. But the kid lived, I believe. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, we still got a lot long way to go with this accountability and and justice thing. Um, whatever word we want to want to use, uh, I, I would definitely like to see, especially if a cop performs egregious acts, um, such as Mister Chauvin, that he be punished accordingly and be held accountable for his actions. And call it is what it is. Um, Not call it an accident or, hey, I made a mistake. Because death is forever. That's right. And there's no time machine. There's um, no medical technology, no advances, advancements in science that allows us to bring a human life back. And place that spirit back into the body. It 
we don't have that technology and probably never will. All right. So that's my two cents on the matter. I appreciate that, man. Drew? I was uh, I was actually shocked. Sad to say I was shocked. Um, not for the fact that he, I, I think that he didn't do it. It's obviously that, that he did it. There's, there's video evidence that shows what he did. Um, and he had no, he had like a blank stare in his face as he did it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a sociopath would, you know? Yeah. Uh, however, there's been a, there's a history in this country of not holding law enforcement accountable for their actions, right? Mm-hmm. And I say that because I say that saying that I personally believe that, you know, not all law enforcement are, are evil people. They're, correct. They're, correct. They're correct. great people. They're fathers or mothers, husbands, wives, just like the rest of us. Yeah. And they, they do the job for the right reasons. Right. There are bad apples. Mm-hmm. The problem is the bad apples are not been are not able to be removed. Those bad apples spoil the bunch. Mm-hmm. This whole ordeal touched on things, my personal experiences with officers and just brought back those raw emotions of things that that I've encountered. Gun being drawn in my head at 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, coming from the gym and being, you know, having my car legally searched by a, you know, police officer. You know, basically telling, you know, trying to say that I'm, I'm running drugs between Orlando and Tampa. Just other accounts that I, I could have easily been placed in, the, in that in Mr. Shaw, in, um, Mr. Floyd's shoes. Mm-hmm. I could have been that person. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's the reality of it day in and day out. However, I I was shocked that he got he got convicted. Mm hmm. But playing devil's advocate, I'm seeing the dog and pony show as well. Watch. Because they've already alluded to it. They've already tried to get a mistrial. <laughs> the judge already yeah. mentioned of the circus that was going on outside and, you know, social media commentary. Mm-hmm. This conviction is until I see that in, get a sentencing, right? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm going to say it's a false positive. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm seeing the mistrial things, how, how you know, the right wing media is, 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 you know, playing it. I'm seeing how they kind of position themselves from mm-hmm. day one. They're saying that they weren't able to get a fair trial and things like that. Don't be surprised if you see a mistrial or he's granted a second trial. It may not be this year. It may not be next year. But watch. He will be granted a, a second trial. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing we got to realize is that, yeah, he might get a light sentence, but what's even more egregious is that the time that he's served right now in prison counts towards that sentence. Yes. So if he gets a five-year term and he's already been in jail for two years, he's going to be there for another two years. He might be getting off a year early because of good behavior so mm-hmm. long, right? Because mm-hmm. he's, he's been in protective custody for the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. He's not been in general population. Mm-mm. So that all that is good behavior, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm seeing the dog and pony show starting now i'm trying to be optimistic i don't want to be a negative person or be you know become militant or anything like that that's not the person i want to be or you know be described as but just too much raw emotion for me because i i i've been there you know um so i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna 
put my faith in the thing yet until we start seeing some consistency with it. Um, hopefully this is the first step. I'm going to be optimistic in that regard and saying that this might be the first step, but in actuality, no, I don't, I don't believe so. Sad. Yeah. The fact that, um, I have this thought in my mind that he should receive a sentence that allows him to reside in a state prison for the rest of his natural born life. And the fact that more than likely, and I shouldn't even have this thought, as Drew alluded to and I alluded to earlier, He's probably going to receive at most a decade. And a, and a low, not even a maximum. Potential. He's not going to be with General Pop. So he's still going to receive that privilege. Minimum security prison. He'll have his own room. Fresh land. A lot of privileges. He'd probably have his own damn TV, a refrigerator. A GoFundMe account set up for him. Yeah, for his appeal. Sad. Even though we have video, video evidence that uh, he literally strangled the life out of a human being, regardless of the fact that he's black. Well, we we've had video evidence for pretty much everything that has involved any black person, almost, and this has been the outcome has not been. Hey, we have the evidence. There's actually a murder that happens, but there's always a but. Well, yeah, it's it's easy to draw a hard line in the sand when it doesn't affect you. Or correct, people, right? correct. When it affects somebody else, so it's just you know what are they doing that that's that antagonizes the cop to do that. That's right. It's always a but, and 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 even though this was a guilty, there's still a but lingering because yes. the judge was not happy about the verdict. He it was written all over his expression. He could not have more. Uh, uh, he could not have a poker face to save his life. Because it was written over his on his face when the verdict was read out when he read it out, um, so I don't. First bottle's already gone. Yeah, I need that one. What's on the list? Well, I don't know. I just needed that this morning, okay. so I don't oh, know. Okay. If if you know what, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> you have you have ample ammunition to go on one of your epic rants, <laughs> and you are being the bigger man about it. So I. You know, I'll say this about this trial, man. It it really and and you guys kind of touched on it. You know, Drew, you said about the gun being pulled on you. I've had it pulled at my head as well. Same incident. Um, John and I have been <laughs> pulled over um, as freshmen in college. Had our cars had the car searched just because it was a random stop. At a stoplight. And we uh, just headed to Krispy Kremes. Yeah, just headed to Krispy Kreme. Um, I've been told twice by um, police officers that they pulled me over because my backlight was out. Get to the auto place down the road. No back out. No backlight is out. My brother got that same bullshit excuse. Yeah. A few times. So when does it stop, right? It, it doesn't. It, it, and unfortunately. It's fishing expeditions, man. I've, I've had one tell me. Uh, my car was searched because there was ashes in my ashtray. There's no ashes in my ashtray. I don't smoke. Right. So, so where's their ashes? Oh, I saw them. Well, you can't point them out. Well, now being... So if you smoke, I mean, you're not allowed to smoke cigarettes in your old car. I mean, you know, Yeah, yeah. Well, what yeah, kind so of ashes are you ash, looking for? That, well, the ashes said gave off barren water out of my car. 
Oh wow! I didn't know you can tell the difference. I can't, but maybe they're well, trained to do that. Trained. Yeah. The, okay. Eighteen months they spend or whatever. It's not eighteen months though. If you, <laughs> you know, cut whatever. that shit in half, oh. it's like if six your months. first thought is to murder someone, you need to find another occupation because it's to protect and serve. And I feel like, you know, I looked at this trial and I said, okay, we. We let it's like this isn't a victory, you know what I mean? Um, I'm glad you said that because I'm 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 seeing all over, you know, our days. You know, it's massive celebrations. Like this is the this is it, right? No, this is this is ain't it. He didn't get first degree murder, man. And and first degree murder is premeditated. Maybe he didn't think of murdering somebody when he woke up that morning, but he damn sure knew he was going to murder him when he pulled him out of that car. Because for you to just sit on somebody's neck like I that, go that far. I just think that he, it, that was premeditated, bro. Because if you you knew that you were going to, he wasn't resisting to the point where you had to put your knee in him on the back, isn't it? That's premeditated. That was just a show of power, though. And you knew he was strangling. That, that was a show of power. So let me show you my power. You going away for the rest of your life. So I, I don't I, I'm I'm not happy about this. And I even posted on Facebook. I said guilty. But we still got work to do. And then no more than maybe an hour later, a young lady um, got killed by a cop in Ohio. And I'm going to this is going to be a rant. No, 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 that's not. That's not. Yep. Let's get all the facts. first. No, no, no. I, and I'm going off the facts. I, so that that's what my rant is. Right. My rant is. And I'm speaking specifically to black men. On this one. My rant is whenever we have seen injustice happen with black men by police, rather there was a small struggle, rather the man had a gun on him, even though he didn't shoot it, whatever the case is, we have always had support from black women when it comes to these cases. Rather, there was a struggle, non-struggle, whatever the case is. This case happened with this young girl in Columbus, Ohio, Makaya Bryant, where she, uh, the, the, the fact of the matter was she, she lives in a foster home. The foster mom called the two older girls that used to live there to the home to get on her about not cleaning up her house. And the foster mom even said in the interview that they all, they always fighting her. So you knew what was going to happen. So they jumped this girl. The girl called the police. And while she's being jumped, for whatever reason, I guess to protect herself while she's getting jumped by two bigger girls, she had a knife on her. Was she stabbing the girls? I didn't hear any reports of her stabbing the girls. Whatever. She had a knife on her. The video showed where the police officer pulled up, jumped out the car. I didn't hear put the knife down or stop. I just saw him jump out. Hey, pop, 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 pop. The girl's gone. My problem is we always, we're here. I'm hearing that, you know, Hey, she had a knife. You know, what if it was your daughter? What if, what if this, you don't say that when there's been video of a black man being killed by a cop and he's struggling with the cop. Or he's not he's not he's not listening to the cops saying to stay down. He he he's got his back to him and the cops shot him. Cause the shot the cop says, Hey, I don't know if he had a gun on him. You don't say that. But when it comes to women, and, and I'm I'm using this as an example, 
But there's been other cases with Breonna Taylor. There's been no support from the mass of black men when it came to Breonna Taylor. It's been damn near silence. But a George Floyd, Ahmaud Aubrey, any of these cases have come up where these black men have been innocently uh, killed, killed innocently for any wrongdoing. Your mouths are wide open and black women have been nothing but supportive when it comes to these causes. But the minute when it has happened to a black woman, a black girl, whatever, whatever the case is, there's always doubt. There's always questions. There's never full on support. And if we're going to take that approach when it happens to a woman, let's take that approach with all cases when it comes to black people. So I'm just going to say, black men, you need to show a little bit more support because if we're expecting the same in return and believe me, we don't even have to expect the same in return. They're going to give it because that's just in their nature. Their nature is to protect us. And I'll give you an example. I was having a bad day at work. I didn't know Mahogany. You know, Mahogany's been on the show. She does her jewels and, and her, her jewelry. I didn't know her from Adam and Eve. But that sister walked past me by my desk. She said, who I need to jack up in here today? And I looked at her. I said, huh? She said, who I need to jack up in here? She said, because every time I see you, you in a good mood. You talking to people. You laughing. And today, you look like you want to hurt somebody. So who I need to talk to? Because I don't want to see you like that. She didn't know me. And just being who she is, and, and that goes for most of the black women that I've encountered that I don't even know. Right then and there, she willing to go to the front, front line with me for war. We have to reciprocate that. And if we're wrong in it, then guess what? We'll deal with that internally. Because we've been wrong for so much that, okay, Let's say we are wrong in this case, in, in any of the cases. That's okay. But we need to show support the same way that we're supporting. Because on the flip side of that, where uh, uh, these men have said, well, what if it was your daughter that she had a knife at? What if it was your daughter being jumped? What if it was your daughter that was constantly being jumped by two older girls or, or two grown women? What if? And a cop jumped out and put pumped four bullets in her chest. Four. That's my problem. That is my total problem is that it has been so freaking one sided. In the support. Breonna Taylor's murderer got off. They went in there and knocked on that girl's door for a drug dealer that she may have known not living in a house he gave the address they had the address there they went in for a drug dealer not a murderer and her boyfriend doing the right thing that he was supposed to do wanted to protect the way he was at and protect his girlfriend he didn't know the cops was there they didn't announce themselves so because of that she died and you know what it was silence. I don't give a shit if y'all stop listening because of that. The men, y'all got a problem with what I'm saying. I don't give a shit. I really don't because I'm, I've had it in what the support is. Because I'm not even going to use this analogy of it could have been your sister. It could have been your mother. could have been your daughter. Forget all that. It was a black person that was killed. And on top of that, it was a teenager. 
You didn't say that when that kid in uh, Ohio had the, the toy gun in the park and the cop rolled up on him and killed him. It was outrage. It wasn't he had a toy gun. Uh, well, you know, he had a toy gun. So maybe. No, it was outrage as it should have been. Because he was a kid and he was killed instantly. Just like it should be outrage here. Don't pick and choose your battles and then look for support when you're not supporting in return. And it's coming from a nigga that ain't even married to a black woman. Get your shit together. All right. Can't even follow that up. That's uh, I had to get that off of me because I, I'm just I, I'm. That was a good rant. I'm just over it. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm and and again, you know, like we said earlier, hey, not all. I man, somebody I considered my god that is, is was a cop. He just retired. He was one of the best men I knew. You know, and no, and he. It's it, it is is in just with anything, man. There's always going to be bad apples, but it's, it's all about calling them to the forefront, not protecting those bad apples. When you see those bad apples, you get them out that bag and throw them away. <laughs> Where they supposed to be? Correct, because <laughs> now that fungus is growing on the good apples. So you got to get that shit out the bag, not keep it in there and try to protect them, and, and, and cause everybody else to get sick, like you said. So let, let's do the right thing. Um. That was, that, was, that was up there as far as rants. I'm just going to watch my tone and keep my hands. That's all you can do. That's all you can. Man, listen, let me tell you the last time I got pulled over by a cop, he wanted to see me. I said, listen, I'm not uh, adhering to your, your, your orders, but because of what's going on, this was in Lake Mary. I said, do you mind getting my wallet for me? I'll open up the door. And he looked at me incredulous. He was like, what? I said, yeah. I said, I... I don't know you. You don't know me, but I don't know. It's happening too frequently. And this was, we're talking damn near almost 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So every day when I go out this house, I don't know. And it ain't because of some stray bullet from some thug or, or somebody, you know, no, I don't know. I should not live in a world where I know that I don't have anything illegal going on in my life or doing anything illegal. And the minute an officer, state trooper, sheriff, local officer is next to me or behind me, I'm in panic mode and I'm not, I haven't done anything wrong. I shouldn't live like that because guess what? My white friends, they don't live like that. They don't. I know they don't. They tell me they don't. So we still got a lot of work to do. So I'm, I got that out of my system. You purged now? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little purged now. Um, let's jump into an area where I have now contemplated on going vegan because of this challenge. Uh, don't be one of those people. Uh, bruh, let me tell you something. I am so sick of meat now at this point because of this challenge that no, John and I no, no, did. No. What I'm saying is that don't become one of those. I'm vegan. Oh, no. I would never <laughs> throw it in nobody's <laughs> no, those face. Those are horrible people. Oh, they're horrible. They're, they're pain in the asses. But I, I, I just want to give up meat for a little minute because my bowels was messed up. My my stomach was messed up. So John and I did a little thing. You know, oh, we've been doing a little. Okay. The, the, <laughs> we, uh, you know, for the past couple episodes, you know, we've been doing a thing. So this time we decided to do a ranking of the top 
fast food burgers. And I can tell you that we did chicken, we did fries, we did fish. John told you that his colon was in distress, I think, (laughs) with the fish. Duress. Yeah, duress with the fish. Or distress. Same thing. With these burgers, I was ready to tap the hell out. I told you I wanted to give up. I didn't want to go to the last two restaurants I needed to go to. Yeah, I, I got there too, man. I, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't deal. Um, but we powered through. We went to seven different places. We went to Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, Sonics, Culver's, Wawa, and Five Guys. Yes, Wawa does burgers. Now, some places where you are now, you probably don't have a Wawa. Wawa is taking over the convenience. Uh, area where they are in all in one all inclusive place now where you can get any and everything they serve and, uh pasta meals at Wawa and I'm, I'm like just waiting for the pharmacy to open up there I'm telling you that's next <laughs> so um we did our rankings the the seven top fast food burgers I wish this had been restaurants but we kind of want to give you guys an idea, you know, for all of you guys that still eat fast food on a regular. Some of you that don't, we wanted to kind of bring this up to you. So we'll do a nice little quick seven countdown. Uh, John, what was your number seven? And and what burger did you get? Let, let's, let's, let's figure out what burger did you get from each place. So what was your number seven? Number seven, I think you really fucking set me up. <laughs> Tell me. The initial uh, list had checkers on the board. Yes. And we had taken checkers off Uh and replaced it with Wawa. You didn't like Wawa, man? Wawa was a good-ass burger. Well, what did I say to you? What did I say to you? It may vary from place to place, depending on who prepares it. Correct. I went there last night. Mm -hmm. I think that was the number one mistake. You were already at the end of your rope with burgers. You went there late, didn't want to do it. You know you should have saved Burger King or McDonald's for last. You know you should have did that. But I did it for you, (laughs) the people. (laughs) I died so that you all could live. (laughs) Wawa is uh, my number seven. Uh Uh... I think I asked for lettuce, provolone cheese, mm-hmm. ketchup, and mustard. That was it. I think I was put off because when I opened up the box and lifted up the bun, there was no fucking lettuce on. Excuse me, there was no fucking lettuce on my damn uh, sandwich. Wow. Uh, the patty itself looked like something that you could purchase from Publix or Sam's Club. Mm-hmm. In quantities of 30 patties to 50 patties. So, mm-hmm. and then when I took a bite into it, it was spongy. Really? Weird texture. It had those fake grill marks on the top of it. Mm-hmm. So I knew it was a four meat slurry patty. <laughs> I don't think it was actual, just regular ground beef. I don't know what that was. I could have did a better job, mm-hmm. but I couldn't finish it. Wow. And the reason I couldn't finish it or didn't finish it because I said to myself, and my subconscious was speaking to me, said, if you continue to eat this sandwich, 
you're going to have a sleep paralysis moment tonight. Oh, man. <laughs> so I put it back in its packaging, promptly put it in the pl- plastic that it came in, put it in the trash. Wow. So how many bites did you take? Five. Wow. Wow. Okay. So that was your number seven. Wow. All right. My number seven should come as no surprise if you've been listening to this podcast. Oh, they're next. Burger King. So they have these array of new sandwiches that they have, like sourdough breads and all this other stuff. And I was like, maybe I should get one of these. I was like, no, I'm just going to go with a plain old Whopper. You know, that's the go to. The bread. It tastes like it had been sitting there for maybe three months on end. You got three stale bread, huh? The meat, if we can call it that. Yeah. It was terrible. It's number seven. Burger King, again, needs to shut down for about. The Whopper used to be that. It used to be it, too. Oh, my God. Past tense. Yeah. Not presently. It's been about 10, 15 years since I've been there. So. And you should add you should, another 5, yeah, 10, 15. Yeah, don't have back. another Whopper for the rest of your natural born life. They're terrible. Terrible? It needs to be shut down. It really does. I think that they need to go through a rebranding or something. or They need to do something different. They shouldn't call themselves Burger King. I don't even think they call themselves Burger King now. They just call themselves BK. But the Whopper is the steaming shits. I you mess up a flamboyant grill, though? You just put it on the grill and let it rotate. Because... You f- they, when you're in competition and you feel like you're lagging and you're like, oh, well, this works for them. They don't use a flame broil over there. They just put it in the, in the little microwave thing or something. Oh. So let's switch okay. up so we can contend and become as profitable as them instead of going with the formula that works for us. Oh, oh so instead of staying in their lane, yeah, they try to go in somebody else's yes. lane. Okay. And still to this day has not recognized that that's not their lane. Target did that for a little bit. They thought they could go into the Walmart lane. No, no. people go to Target for a reason. Correct. You know, they don't. So for they realized it. Yeah, they realized that and they went back to their lane. Burger King has not realized that. And so that's why they're floundering. Number seven, the Whopper. I took two bites. I was done. That's my number seven. Number six, John. Burger King. All right. I had a um, double Whopper. and uh, Double the hell. <laughs> I went to Hades and <laughs> I didn't know a hamburger could sit on your stomach for that long. Man, that's why I only took two bites. Yes. It took about a good 10 hours for, for me to uh, feel whole again. Yes. Um, I don't know why it felt like all my arteries were, um, clogged after consuming that, that shit. The double though. (laughs) Chances are they were clogged. (laughs) I had to down. You should uh, do some apple cider vinegar. Well, listen, I'm telling you, I'm about to go through, um, my pharmacy, uh, in a second here. So. I had to down two pills, uh, colace, so stool softener. Damn. um, Wow. Two tablespoons of Metamucil. Woo. That's about (laughs) 15 to 20 grams of fucking fiber. 
Um, two liters of water. We need your cooling clicks. Yes, yes, yes. An apple. Fuji apple. And I think that was about it. Wow. So I could purge it from my system. And my stool was unforgiving. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. You had to go take a shower directly afterwards? Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Are you taking all your clothes? (laughs) Hey, one of them epic ones? (laughs) (laughs) You had that water in there with you, too? I feel you on that. One. I've been there. <sighs> okay. Go straight in the shower. Oh, man. Went to work on that sphincter area. Wow. Straight to work. Wow. Okay. So that was your number six. Could have been easily number seven. <clears throat> well, my number six, surprisingly, and I'm just going based off of what I had that day when I had it. Uh, Sonics. Sonics usually, um, when I've had them in the past, they were a very good burger. They do cook them fresh, but this burger I got was a double bacon burger and it had like bacon jam on it or something like that. And I was like, okay, the bacon jam is nasty. So I scraped that off. And even then the burger just could not recover. It was de freaking disgusting. Um, I don't, ever want to have a Sonnet's burger again. Um, it just wasn't tasty. It was not tasty. I was t- highly disappointed because I didn't think that it would be that bad, but it was. It was voluminous, right? Yeah. It's like one of the bigger burgers on the market. Yes, yes. And that I doesn't just, mean any damn thing. It, it doesn't. It really doesn't. So I, I uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to have it again. I really don't. I don't want to have that burger again um only reason it wasn't number seven for me is because of freaking burger king but that's number six number five sonic oh wow okay (laughs) number five uh subsequently i downed sonic and um (laughs) wawa the same day So poor Wawa, they got the raw end of the deal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when it's good, it's good. Right, right. But um, yeah, I was under the gun because I knew we were going to be here discussing this. And I said, well, I didn't want to not frequent one place and go to the other. So I said, no, I got to uh, commit, fully commit, which I did. Mm-hmm. Um, So I went into one of their... Uh, little drive-in bays mm-hmm. that you order. Yeah. And um, I pressed the red button. I actually got the uh, double bacon. Um, oh, no. The, I think it was a double. The bacon double or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the same thing I got. I got the same thing without the jam. Okay. Uh, <laughs> customer service is like, I don't know if that ruined the experience for me, but I sat there for about 10 or 15 minutes 
just for someone to acknowledge me in that little oh wow number eight bay that I stood in. Really? Yeah. See, I haven't had any bad customer service. But outside of that, thank God I had a Coke Zero there. I'm really excited for that. <laughs> they also had Sprite Zero too. So I was like, oh shit. I oh, they do. I didn't know that. But uh, the burger came out. Mm-hmm. Cheese was not melted. Mm-hmm. Um, the bacon was crispy. But the burger itself really had no flavor. Damn. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, it was quite bland. It was. And it was um, not good on the palate. Um, Can I tell you what it reminded me of? Go ahead. Those burgers that we used to get in elementary school. I could make the same case for that for Wawa. Because <laughs> that's where it took me. Man, you got to try the Wawa down the street from me. Uh, that's what you got to go. You got to go okay. to that Wawa. Over. All right. So the Wawa in Armandale is uh, inept at making um, yeah. hamburgers, apparently. So yeah. um, Sonic, I'm not going to belabor this one, but Sonic's is my number five. And Okay. Yeah. My number five was Wendy's. I don't really have too bad, anything bad to say about Wendy's. It's just the four ahead of it, to me, placed a little bit higher. Um, I got the Baconator. And I guess the reason why it wasn't higher is that the bacon was the best part of the sandwich (laughs) and (laughs) the burger, the way that you felt about Burger King, like internally, that's how I felt about Wendy's. Like it had me gassed up. It gave me a bad taste in my mouth. Um, I had to taste some Metamucil to kind of help myself because it stayed on my stomach. But the best part of the burger was the bacon. Like, if the bacon had not been on that burger, I would have been like, eh, I don't know. You know, I think something kind of changed with there. They used to cook them fresh. I don't know if they still cook them that same way they cook them on the grill. Everything changed when Dave Thomas died. When Dave Thomas died, all their recipes changed. So, um, I yeah. So, I, I they, they were number five for me. Number four. Uh, McDonald's. McDonald's was number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't have uh, too many bad things to say about McDonald's. Uh, really? McDonald's number four? Yeah. Yeah, number four. Okay. McDonald's number four. It's my number four, too. Um, I was shocked because I expected McDonald's to be like number six for me, like after Burger King, because I've never been a fan of their burgers. Remember, they went to real meat, well, for the quarter pounder. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had. I had the bacon quarter pounder. I was... Um, and it, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I was also uh, in fear because normally they cook those to order. Mm-hmm. So fresh. Mm-hmm. So you had to wait for them. Mm-hmm. And they had to wait that long. It just... Yeah, I didn't... As soon I didn't as I got up to the window... It was ready. It was yeah, ready. Same here. It's like, what the... What's going on here? Yeah. Um... Once again, it was, I was like, all right, this is real meat. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't sit on me like uh, right. um, Burger King mm-hmm. did. Um, although Wawa didn't sit on me because I didn't eat all the Wawa. <laughs> um, Pops lives and dies by McDonald's burgers. And I'm just like, Ugh, why? But now I kind of kind of see why. So if you go there for a actual burger, yeah. get a quarter pounder because they actually use real meat. It was, it was good. Meat. 
yeah. um, chemically engineered concoction that they have for their Whoppers and their regular hamburgers. So yeah, yeah, that bacon. I had the bacon quarter pounder, and I I can tell you, I had not had a burger. I had not ordered a burger from McDonald's in probably almost twenty years. So when I got there, I was like, "What do I order?" You know, and I know I didn't want no Big Mac. I didn't want to do the regular hamburger. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll do the quarter pounder. And I said, like, oh, they got a bacon quarter pounder. Okay, I'll order that. And man, I was really, I was I was surprised. Now, Drew, you used to live and die by McDonald's yeah, yeah. burgers. You know, I got my special orders when I, when I, especially <laughs> ordering everything. What's your, what's your, what's your go-to? So I do the, I do the quarter pounder, right? Uh-huh. Um, only tomato. Okay. Right. So I know they have to make it fresh. That's the key. Ah. Yeah. So if you order something, like, they have to make it fresh. So well, it no, came no out cheese. fresh. I didn't uh, do cheese. No cheese. No cheese. Okay. I don't do cheese. cheese. Cheese and I don't get along so well all the time. Can well, I tell you something weird? Go ahead. I like cheese, but I don't. If I'm cooking a burger at home, I'll put cheese on it. But when I go to a place, I don't want cheese on it. What kind of cheese do you when you cook it? When I cook it, you know, it could be Havarti. It could be... Um, Provolone, it don't matter. I, I I even like putting shredded cheese on mine, mm-hmm. but I don't like getting cheese at restaurants or fast food places on my burgers. Don't know if it's cheese or not. That's probably it. I call those struggle slices. So yes, it's not real cheese. Quarter pounder because they know you. They season it too, and you know it's it's yeah because it's seasoned. Yeah, it is you seasoned. Can see it. Uh-huh. You get an order tomato with just tomatoes on it. Okay, I'm gonna have to try that next time. No yeah. mayonnaise, none, none of that other foo-foo stuff. You gotta mm-hmm. get to the. You want to get that juicy, fresh off the grill meat, uh-huh. and you can put whatever else you want on the side after. Yeah, shit on the side, yeah. yeah, yeah. I never realized. I never knew what your go-to was there, but I knew. But man, that burger, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I even like Big Macs too, but without the lettuce because that lettuce is not lettuce. I don't know what the hell That's that is. <laughs> Crunchy water. Crunchy water. Crunchy water. All right. So number three. What's your number three? Uh, Wendy's. Okay. Once again, it didn't. I'm just going by like how my body react to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't sit on me all day. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Sonic's Burger King. I'm not gonna talk about Wawa. Um, what did I get? The uh, I got the Baconator actually. Oh, okay. So I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Wendy's is a disappointment when it comes to their bacon. It's always crispy. Oh, man. It and is. flavorful. Yeah. Um. Once again, that's okay. That's my number. I love their chicken nuggets. Number three. Oh. I don't like their chicken nuggets. I love their chicken. The old ones, not the, when they started doing the food. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Regular ones. Uh, yeah, yeah. The older ones were good. Yeah, I don't like the new ones. They taste like grease to me. Uh, Number three for me was your number seven, Wawa. I thoroughly enjoyed it. To me, it was a it was a throwback to how the Whopper used to taste. Um, it was the very first time I had it. My son wanted to try it, and they got home, and he was just like, "You got to try, it, you got to try." It. I was like, "Man, I want that nasty mess." So I took a bite into it. I was like, "Whoa!" See, I didn't even know they serve burgers. I know that they do subs, and I, I hear good things about their subs. Subs they are good. Just started serving the hamburger. Yeah, they just started okay. after four. Only after four o'clock. They do fries and burgers. Hmm. And it was, you know, you go to the to the screen and you create whatever you want. I just put spinach and, and mustard on mine. And it was, so it was good. It's made to order. Yeah, it's made to order. Now, I will say it's, mm-hmm. 
It's, it's a really it's a restaurant, right? That's been a business since the sixties. Yeah, fucked it up. But a gas station, <laughs> gas station, yeah. Okay. It's a really. I was very surprised by how economical that the burger was. I will say that mm-hmm. uh, Wawa's uh, hamburger and the French fries uh, very economical. I think it was less than six bucks. Yeah. Um, nice sizable patty, but mm-hmm. once again, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, so. big patty, nice bun. I yeah, I, I think it depends. Is that a on, potato bun? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on where you go, but. I, I just that was my number three. I, I really enjoyed it. I don't like the fries because I'm not big on the season type fries. Yeah, but oh man, that burger was good. Okay, number two. I think that's, uh, we got the same thing. Probably. I think we probably do. It might be flip flop. We don't know. But Culver's is my number yeah, two. My number two. Yeah, yeah Culver's my number two. Culver's is. Uh, I really appreciate it when they take the time and the effort yes. to cook your burger fresh. Oh my god, yeah. It wasn't sitting underneath a. Uh, UV light, whatever you want to call it. Or a panel or anything like that. Nothing like that. It wasn't sitting on a hot plate. Right. Trying to keep it warm. And then bread was uh, stale and hard on the bottom and soft on the top. Nope. It's a fresh. They use fresh ingredients. Fresh meat. Fresh meat. Nicely seasoned. Yeah. Feels like they they grab the hamburger meat itself and form the patty right then yeah, and there and yeah. then put it on the grill. And they smash it or whatever. Yeah, it, it's oh my god. Somebody Uncle Larry back there. Season. Somebody I Uncle Larry. So. Yeah, he's back there. Wasn't none of the black folks over there. But yeah, yeah. It, it's let me tell you something. I I don't know what burger you got, but I got the double, and I asked them to put it on a sourdough bun for me instead of regular hamburger. Oh my god, it just it came out just it was it was. We make fun of Pops about him wanting everything straight out the grease, but it really makes a difference to your food when it's it's hot instead of being lukewarm or whatever, especially with a burger. I don't think a burger tastes the same lukewarm. Not for me. I want it. I want it fresh. Uh, it was good. I even I didn't put so I didn't get cheese on it. However, what I did do is, you know, at Culver's, I don't know if you guys have Culver's anywhere near you, but um. They have the dipping Wisconsin cheese sauce. I got a side of that mm. and I dipped it. Oh, man. Now that, that renewed my faith in eating meat. Yeah. <laughs> that is so culture. <laughs> I didn't think to do that. Oh, my God. I got the regular bun. Mm-hmm. Um, I kept everything on it. Okay. So, but it was still good. It was so good. It was. Um, Drew, I can't believe you It brings you me a bit of satisfaction when um, they deliver it to your car and I see that little uh, ring of grease. Yes. <laughs> you can see it through the bag. The brown paper yeah, bag. the brown paper bag. You definitely can. So, And just like John said, man, the customer service is impeccable. They cook everything to order. So when you order, you got to drive around and you put a little sticker there so they'll know which number you are. They come out and they... I can't believe you ain't going to that one right it's like the Chick-fil- It's almost like the Chick-fil-A of hamburgers. <laughs> it really is. And they even say the same thing that Chick-fil-A say at the when you order from them. Everybody's, yeah. Everybody's. Say thank you. You're welcome. My pleasure. Everybody's fucking happy at Culver's. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You got to try it, Drew. I mean, it, I, 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 it's, it's a great experience. I'll try, I'll, I'll try it on the way home. So Culver's is our number two. Um, and I'm happy they, they came back with a pretzel bites. Oh, I love the pretzel bites with cheese. Pretzel bites. Yeah, pretzel bites with cheese. That's good. Uh, so, uh, so our number one. Five guys. Five guys. 
Um, I was now, not you a fan. Definitely see the grease on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ain't no getting around that. Now I'll tell you. Initially, I was not a fan of Five Guys. Um, my wife used to when she used to eat burgers like that. She doesn't anymore, but she used to love Five Guys, especially when we first started dating. And her and my son just wanted to go to Five Guys almost every weekend. And they got to a point where it's like, you know what? I'm going to take y'all. I'm not eating this shit because I don't want no Five Guys. I just, I didn't, I wasn't big into burgers back then, period. So it wasn't a thing for me. But man, one day I was like, man, I'm craving a burger. And I told her, I said, let's go to Five Guys. Man, I sat down and had me a bacon burger. Mm. And you know, I don't like seasoned fries. But there's something about them fries they we throw in that bag. We should that to the fry thing. Yeah, I didn't should've. think about that, man. Should have. I didn't even think about that. They that throw all them damn fries in there. You get a small order of fries and it's enough to feed about three they families. Have, they don't have a packaging for fries. No. No. I mean, they do, but I don't yeah. know why they have it. I don't know why they have that package in there. Just throw it in the bag. Got the peanuts. That, that threw me off a little bit. They don't have that no more. I don't know. Oh, they don't have that? No. I don't see it anymore. Not the last time I went in there, no, I, and this was before the pandemic too. I didn't see I didn't see peanuts on the floor. Yeah, they used to. Yeah, that, back in the day they used to have peanuts. No, I remember that. Yeah, just, like long, was Longhorn Longhorn does the same thing too. Like, uh, uh-uh. that was uh, uh, Logan's. Logan's. Yeah, yeah. So, what burger did you have, John? From uh, bacon burger, double, double, double bacon burger, double yeah. bacon burger. Yeah, yeah. I um, picked baby girl up from uh, school on Wednesday, and mm-hmm. went to uh, Five Guys. She likes burgers. She uh, she can only eat it plain. She doesn't like anything on a burger, just meat and bread. Mm-hmm. So I got her uh, a little burger. That's good. Some fries. She didn't finish the fries and she didn't finish Who can? the burger. <laughs> <clears throat> she didn't finish the burger. I was upset because that was like a $30 meal. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it was worth it. Yeah. Um, they got hot dogs there too. Yeah, I didn't know they had it. Yeah, I haven't had it. But I know they have that in grilled cheese. Maybe you should have got a grilled cheese. I probably should have. Yeah. But um, once again, the attention to detail. Yes. They cook them right in front of you. Yes. Like uh, pops would probably respect that. Oh man. He, Guess what? He don't like. He don't like Five Guys. Why not? I don't know. He's never given me a full reason why he doesn't like I guess he said the, the the few times he had it it wasn't good now the one he goes to the one out in Waterford I went to the one over there with Cimarron mm-hmm. and um I don't know he just he doesn't like I would think I would have thought that would have been his favorite it's, thing it's cooking it right in front right of in front of him he should really appreciate that. yes but I'm he, shocked he doesn't like it every time I tell five guys oh man please don't like five guys I said okay why not nah they just they mm-mm so okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so yeah, five guys was our top, and uh, yeah, that was treacherous. I want to take a break. Yes, yes, please. Give my colon a break. <laughs> I need to buy more Metamucil. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you should. Um. So that that was our top fast food burgers for y'all. Um, so there was a little craze that happened last week. Dogecoin, Doge, a Dogecoin is that what it's called? Doge, Doggy coin. Okay, tell me about this. Why was it such a big craze? And you know how does it compare to Bitcoin? I don't know 
anything about Doge, Dog, Dodge, any type of them coins. Only coins I know is the the one penny, twenty five cent, nickel and a dime, and I barely see them. Talk to me. Y'all let me know what y'all see with those. Doge. It ran up uh sometime last week. What's the difference between Doge and Bitcoin? Like what what they're diametrically opposed to each other, so mm. they do not they are completely different. Um from what I know about Doge, it was a meme coin, so it was a it was a gag coin. Mm, it was created. a joke. Yeah. It was literally created as a joke. And the guy that created it said it. Wow. So um, the difference between Bitcoin and Doge. Bitcoin, there's a finite amount of Bitcoin. Mm. So it's probably going to hold this. Well, not probably. It holds value a little bit better, a lot better than Dogecoin would. Because Dogecoin, I think, and uh, just to be more specific, Bitcoin, I think there's only 21 million in circulation. Total. Dogecoin, on the other hand, being that it was created as a gag, has an infinite amount of Dogecoin always circulating. Okay. I think it's some ridiculous amount, like 10,000 coins per second or per minute or something like that. And it's going to remain like that. So... When I heard about Dogecoin and I researched Dogecoin, I said, I'm not putting any money in that. It's not going to hold any value. It's 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 almost um, um, related to the U.S. dollar and how we print it every freaking day. Mm-hmm. Just printing money, printing money, printing money because it's inflationary. Mm-hmm. So now I had purchased some, um, you know, Fractions of Bitcoin, fractions of Ethereum. Those are the two main ones that I invest in. And there's some other ones that I invest in too. Um, So I had like some money left over, like $2. I said, you know what? Just for kicks and giggles, I I just wanted to see what it would do. Mm -hmm. I bought some Dogecoin Mm -hmm. at like six cents a coin. So I was able to get about 36 coins for $2.30 or something like that. And then... I think last week happens. Well, actually, before last week happened, it ran up to about 13 cents. So it went from six cents to 13 cents. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, ran up about 100%. Mm-hmm. And then last week happens and it ran up to, at its peak, 46 cents a coin. Hmm. And um, I didn't want to FOMO in. Uh, and if you don't know what FOMO is, it's fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. Just so I can uh, catch the ride up to, to the top because I didn't know where the top was, and I didn't know if it was going to crash back down. But apparently, this this uh, Dogecoin has standed the test of time, and has defied all logic because it literally has. And um, I think now it sits at twenty five, twenty seven cents. It's come down a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I forced me to start paying attention to it. Now, granted, I'm, I I wouldn't take up a huge position of Dogecoin. Um, if you're looking to invest, you think it's going to fall some more with crypto. You never know. It could, it could crash all the way down to zero. Could very well. 
but it's it just has such a huge following. I'm not going to call it a cult following at this particular point, but it has a huge following. Mm-hmm. And a lot of um, people who FOMO'd in said, I want to, you know, ride the wave to the promised land, so to say. And it's to a degree come back down to earth because at one point last week it went from 46 cents and then it got low as about 14 cents for about an instant. And I waited for it to come down to about that that time so I can get some of it, mm-hmm. not a whole bunch. Um, but if you're looking to get the Dogecoin, uh, just like with any, um, there's other coins that could probably you would benefit more off of in the long term than in the short term. Because a lot of people who get into Dogecoin are probably just short term investors. Long term. You're probably better off going into, I think my number one right now is Ethereum. So I think Ethereum might have a better upward trajectory than Bitcoin would. Not saying that Bitcoin won't because it still has an upward trajectory, Mm -hmm. but just long term, those big two, Ethereum, Bitcoin, um, you can probably even throw Litecoin in there. Um, Just based on what uh, some of the sharps think. Uh, they have a better long-term prognosis than Dogecoin. Not saying that Dogecoin doesn't have a good long-term prognosis. It's just the the math. I, I can't ignore the math. Mm-hmm. If you print out ten thousand coins a second or or a minute, there's only so many people who can buy this stuff. Right. So that's my two cents on the matter. All right, Drew. What's yours? Well, like I said before, it was created as as a joke, and the joke just kind of. <laughs> Who's the joke really on now, right? Um, I don't really mess with it too much because I don't know enough about it. I haven't researched uh, too much about it, so I haven't got a grasp on it. I didn't believe in the fundamentals anyway. So um, so right now, the only crypto that I really invest in, which is a very volatile investment, um, I'm holding Bitcoin right now. I'm holding Ethereum. I've traded up and down Riot. I've purchased for long. I've shorted Riot. So I've made about money on it both ways. But uh, Dogecoin, Doggy Coin, whatever, isn't. <laughs> I don't know enough about it to to to, to give my opinion either way. I just know that there's something that ain't sitting right, so therefore I'm gonna trust my instinct on it. I'll leave it at that. Always good to trust your instincts. Don't invest in stuff you don't know. Yeah. So. Hey, so thank you for that, man. I, I had I saw it. I saw a lot of it on social media, and I was like, maybe I should ask questions. But I'm like, no, let me talk to these two educated brothers that's been teaching me a little bit about. It's bad when your dad calls you, asks you if you should invest in Dogecoin. Um, <laughs> Why you say is it bad? That's a good thing. Shouldn't it be the other way around? Though? No. Not really. Well, no, I told him if you know what shouldn't we be learning from them. Not with these 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 cryptocurrencies. He didn't know about it. He just he just wanted some background on Doge. Mm-hmm. So I gave him the background. Mm. And I said, Yeah, you could get into it, but I wouldn't buy it at the price it's at right now. Yeah. I said, wait till it gets down to about thirty, maybe dip down into the twenties or twenty one cents, because that seemed to be a good level of support at one point, and then it Flew right past that support when it got down about 14 cents. Wow. 
be very wary of the pump and dump comes to this. What's the pump and dump? So you, you get a lot of, you know, everybody out there, I'm investing in this, I'm investing in this, I'm investing in this, right? Pump the price up, inflating the price. All along, they're building a position to short it. So when it does crash, it crashes hard. So they're pumping you. They're saying, oh, you should invest in this. You should invest in this. And this this goes way beyond just Dogecoin. This is like any uh, any stock. That's what I said. Do you do diligence before you jump in as anything, right? So they'll pump up a particular stock or a particular crypto, pump it up, ram it on social media, ram it out everywhere, right? Everybody's talking about it, you know, creating a craze for this particular uh, investment, right? People buy it. People buy it. People buy it. Now, next thing you know, you see, for example, uh, GameStop. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a pump and dump, but I can use it as an example because you can you can see it both ways, right? So you saw this big, massive buildup of this stock, and the stock, the fundamentals don't warrant the price of the stock, but its stock is still driving up, right? Yeah. Um, and then you have a massive drop. All the ones that you know took out these short positions uh, at the high or whatever made a kajillion, trillion, fillion dollars as the stock dumped. Right. And then it came back up. Well, GameStop's recovering, you know, buy the dip, buy the dip, buy the dip. So pump it back up, short the stock again, come back down. So just be, be, you know, wary. Uh, whole lot of that shit was going on last week. Just be, you know, be wary of the pump and dumps and, you know, all this, you know, the fake gurus and, you know, just take everything with a grain of salt, you know, take your own time, research look into you know those particular companies and make a decision based on what you you know that you're comfortable with because i think what prompted it to accelerate the way it did was um elon musk came out with some tweet with uh the doge he's always the driver behind all these things yeah, huh? with the mascot with the uh, the damn dog on the moon talking about doge going to the moon or something oh wow but that's when the craze like really started mm-hmm. And I saw my two dollars grow to eight dollars. What the? What's yeah. going on here? Wow. <laughs> so. Yeah. But just be be careful of that. You know, um, crypto's very volatile as it is. Um. But when you have these outside factors that are you know pumping these particular things up, just be. I'm not saying you know be scared. Scared money makes no money, but be more precise in your decision making. I should say. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. I appreciate that, fellas. Hey, real quick before we get out of here, did you, you know, I got to start getting back into it. I haven't, I haven't been into it like I used to, but UCF, I mean, UCF, shit, listen to me, UFC, they had a big thing last night, um, a show, and they actually had full capacity. And (laughs) I sent, uh, there was a there was a one fight. Um, I sent it to Drew to John actually, and I just sent it to you. I want you to open it up about what happened with Chris Waitman. Is that the white dude? Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Uh, oh, you know what it's? <laughs> nah, dude. I don't know why you trying to show me. It ain't funny, shit. but no, nah, it ain't funny, man. He took. Isn't it too. ironic that the same thing? Isn't that what happened to Anderson Silva with yeah, him? Right, fought Anderson Silva. Yeah, yeah, years back. Yeah, yeah. And it happened. To- Anderson Silva kicked him the same way. I think. And he, oh God, did the same thing. Did you get my text afterward? Yes, I they did. Call, hopefully, they, I did. They, they immediately called it, right? 
Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh yeah, immediately. Okay. Immediately. Yeah, and see that man broken foot. He didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize until he tried to plant. Yeah. Oh my God. That's not a break. That's a brook. I'm brooking foot. I'm brooking. Brook. <laughs> brook. Brook. I'm brooking foot. Sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I go make. And, you know, I'm not and, trying to. And that's, that was horrible. It was. It was. And Usman, he defeated um, Masvidal. In the second round, right? He stopped him? Yeah, stopped, knocked him out. Not the sweat off of him. Actually, my neighbor was telling me yesterday he grew up with him in Miami. Oh, uh, Masvidal. Oh. Yeah, he knows him, like personally knows him. Mm-hmm. And um, he was telling me about it last night when we were looking at my car that he was watching. And I was like, eh, I haven't watched uh, UFC in a very long time. I never time, got man. into it. I used to like it. I used to like it. Me and John used to we catch used a couple. We used to watch the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we caught we caught one show together. I think it was like in West Palm Beach or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we caught a show before, but um, not my. I'm gonna try to get into it. That's at least two rods in his leg and multiple pins. God, I don't even want to think about it. Because he broke the tibia and the fibula. Yeah, and that's a that's and the mibia. And I ain't even a oh, thing. Yeah, that's not even a thing. Yeah, shit. That's- he when he kicked him, you saw it went, and then he tried to plant. And when he plant, that's when I turned it off. And then I didn't it even just, notice it was happened. rubber. It was rubber. It, it, it was rubber. I'm not gonna say. Yeah. Just <laughs> look at Joe's face. <laughs> I'm just glad it didn't, it didn't come out the skin and everything. It didn't show out. I saw it on Twitter, and, and when they showed the video of it on Twitter, I said. I threw my phone. Oh. So they, this man is a cyborg. Who's uh, <laughs> was, was he fighting? Jeez, uh, I don't know who that guy fought. Some black guy. Some black guy. He, was must, be part, he must be a Terminator from year 4250 that came back. He fought um, Uri, Uri, Uri Hall. So you're saying Anderson Silva kicked him just like that. That's yeah. That guy. Yeah. And the same thing happened. To him. No, he kicked Weedman. The oh. guy that actually that messed up his leg, okay, he kicked ironic. Weeman, and yeah, it's very ironic that that happened that way. But he was Yuri Hall became the first UFC fighter to win a bout without throwing a single strike. This happened 17 seconds into the fight, shattering as his a, leg. As a fighter, do you take that title? Do you just? I mean, you take it. A win is a win. I mean, you've 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 trained all that time, so either. His calcium wasn't built up, or <laughs> Hall's <laughs> something, or Hall's leg is built to steel. I don't know, but all that training, I'm going to shit. You, I'm going to take it. That was a really good, I guess, leg check or something. Something. I don't know if he like because it happens. Yeah, yeah. But, so it was terrible, man. It was terrible. But I appreciate you sending me that. Um, yeah, I had to. I had to share in the love, and I'm Drew won't even open his up. I'm glad you didn't share that with me. Uh, I was going to do with us. I want to talk about Mortal Kombat, but we'll do that next week, y'all. Um, any final thoughts? Any music of the week? Song of the week? Before we get out of here, uh, song of the week. Uh, Bill Withers, "Lovely Day." Uh, yeah, I don't have any thoughts. All right, go out there and be great, everyone. What you got, Drew? So I've been I've been on a on a Tupac vibe. So I was listening to all Tupac all day long, and you know, obviously he's got a whole catalog full of great uh, music. But uh, was it Brenda had a Brenda had a baby? Brenda had a baby. Yeah, that one. It was that one stuck. I had to listen to that like four or five times in a row just to 
just to grasp all the concepts that were in it. Mm-hmm. That's the song that I'm trying oh. to right now that spoke to me this week. All right. Sounds good, man. Uh song for me this week, um, I kind of just got on this new artist. Well, she's not really new, but maybe she is. She's new to me. Her name, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but I know it's, it looks like it's Snow, Snow Allegra, S-N-O-H-A-A-L-E-G-R-A. Man, she, 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 wow. I, I love her little, her jazzy sound. Um, she has a song out that I really like. It's called Woe. The remix is with Pharrell um, Williams of the Neptunes, but I really like that song. So I've been kind of really jamming to that, you know, for a little bit. So that's really my my song of the week. Um, My final thoughts, man, is this. We, as a race, and I'm talking about a black race, if we are to move forward, to succeed, to grow, to get better, the only way that we can do that is come together as one and support each other, not pick and choose when the support will be levied out. We got to support each other, back each other up. And if we're in the room internally, let's check each other, but not show everybody else that we're, 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 we're not together in this because for far too long, we've been oppressed and disfranchised and we're doing it to each other. Let's stick together. This is the Short Desk Podcast. Holla at your boy. A lot of mercy.